Reflects Your Freedom. I'm your host, Barb Allen. If you've been paying attention to any of my posts, my content lately, or other things online, we're in the same circles, you have seen me mention an astounding experience I got to be a part of um, because it is just so special and so moving, and I feel so blessed to have been invited into this. If you remember my interview with uh, Christopher Martini, Chris Martini, he is a producer, director who has just taken a conservative stance. He is uh, he is based in New York, but he works across the country. He's worked on some great things. He is a huge supporter of our veterans and our first responders and our law enforcement. And we just can't say enough about him. Chris has linked up with veteran Shannon Book, who is his own performing artist. Shannon is a is a veteran himself, a combat medic. We're going to talk about a little bit about his service here, but you know, not too much. That's always a little difficult to do, but we'll touch on that and why you serve and all that. But one of Shannon's songs is called Dear Mom. And I'm going to let him explain this song to you. But more importantly, or just as importantly, I should say, is the underlying story, not just the story of the video itself, but the message that Shannon's video conveys behind the scenes. And that is that no matter how long it takes you, no matter how difficult the road, it is so important to never give up on your vision and your dream, because at some point, it is going to come together. And for those people who maybe it may not come together all the time in the way that you envision it doing so or the way you would like it to do, but I promise you that pursuing your dream and never giving up on it and pushing is going to connect you with people who inspire you, who pull you, who motivate you, who you learn from and who you can contribute to and add value to. And being able to add value to other people is in itself a gift. There's just not enough to be said about staying the course and not letting the challenges and the hurdles detract you or make you give up or quit or just bow down and surrender to the fact that you'll never make it. So that is the underlying message that I want to talk about with Shannon because it's so cool and so powerful and seeing him see this come to life and the impact it has on him has been so special and moving for me too. So we're going to get into it. This video is set to release on May 6th, by the way, which is why we're popping this episode out this week. So y'all have plenty of time to mark your calendars. It is super, super special as is Shannon. Shannon, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Thank you for having me here. Uh, yeah, you. I don't even know. There's no reason for me to do an interview. You pretty much just told everything about it. Uh, the, everybody that they need to know about me. It's, no, I did not. Let's just, I let's did just not. call There's... it done. <laughs> <laughs> I could have done that two hours ago. Shane, so we <clears> you're not wrong. And, and for the record, I'm just going to go ahead and tell everybody what that's about. I may or may not have had a night of, I don't know, rough sleep. <laughs> And my alarm went off and I was like, I don't even hear things anymore. So whatever. I finally went to sleep. When I finally went to sleep, I didn't, I slept through an alarm and I missed my original time to be on here. So (laughs) they're so gracious enough to have me back. (sighs) I'll do whatever it takes. That is all right. That is the least I can do because you said yes when Chris Martini came to you and said, "Hey, I have somebody that I think could be in this video for you." It was. It was. And, it wasn't even. You didn't even it, it wasn't even a question. And you said yes. So let's talk about it first. We're going to talk about the video first, okay? What is what is Dear Mom? What is the song? Let's go there first. So, in 2013, I was asked by a lady named Rachel Jackson, 
who was putting together <clears throat> a benefit for Gold Star families in um, in Fayetteville, North Carolina, for Bragg. Um, and she's like, you're a great songwriter. I love your music. Can you write a song for Gold Star Moms? And I'm like, uh-huh. Sure. Like, I'll give it a shot. Like, so that was my answer. I'll give it a shot. I'll try. Because yeah. um, I, I suck at saying no. Um, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, Doc, watch this. Hold on. Let me get my med bag. I know somebody's about to get broken or something. I'm about to got to fix stuff up, you know. Um, so I don't, I don't say no very well. Um, but she's like, can you write it and have it ready uh, to perform? at a live event in eight months. <clears throat> I was like, well, I've got eight months. I should be able to do this. This is, you know, so I took it on and I thought about it and I worked on it and I tried to figure out what to do. And one day I was sitting at a stoplight on Marine Boulevard in Camp Lejeune. Um, and I was going to go visit a friend and I had just cleaned all my Jeep out and everything was out of my Jeep. And all there was, was a Sharpie on the dashboard console. And the first verse hit me like a ton of bricks. Dear mom. And I was like, Whoa, Hey, ho, slow down. Hold on. Like all this words were running through my head. And I'm like, this is a letter. I've got to write this letter. So I grabbed the Sharpie. I don't have anything to write on. I pull up my cargo pants, short leg and I, my cargo shorts leg. And I write the first verse of Dear Mom on my thigh, which is Love it. which is tattooed there today. <clears throat> that's awesome. <clears throat> but that's where this song started. And it was originally written for Gold Star Moms, but it has become so much more since then. Yeah. And, and I know I've heard you say that, and you did mention that even when we were on set a little bit. Of course, the video is geared towards a military death, right. you know, somebody who dies Correct. in service. But I think, and so that will mean, that will mean a lot to the gold star community. I mean, right. there's, there's no missing that, but just as other, just as any death and grief are so universal that, you know, what I say to people when I speak on grief as well, although my husband was killed in military service and right. then the circumstances are just, out there, right? Grief and death. When people come to me and say, "Oh, I could never imagine your grief. I could never imagine your pain." I'm I'm always quick to kind of shut that down a little and make sure that people yeah. know that I understand grief is grief. If you're really tight with your grandma who is 90 years old and she passes away, you are grieving her, yeah. right? If you are tight with a best friend <laughs> or whatever, you know, whoever you lost, you are grieving. And so the elements of grief, I hear songs about grief and pain and struggle that are not my story, but the pain is universal. It's resonate, right? It and resonates, so right? You, yeah. yeah, you can apply that. So, <clears> but <throat> I do think it is a nice touch. Uh, it is a special touch. And especially coming from you as a, as a veteran that, you made the video about a military death, but I don't think that that should hold anybody. I think people should watch it and and take that in and consider, especially as being released not long before Memorial Day. But then I think when people sit back and close their eyes and listen to the words, uh, it will it will touch every single person 
in their own way and in their own story and in their path. So let's talk about the video um, because you did make it military theme because you were asked for the gold star mom element. How did, well, how did the rest of the song come together for you first and then leading into how you connected the dots, the timeline and all that between the song and the video? So I just, once the, once the first verse happened, like it probably took, <clears throat> like the first verse didn't hit me for like three months, four months, maybe like it was like, it was starting to get a little timeline mm -hmm. was starting to shrink a little. And, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, man, I really got to do something with this song. I, I really, because I really, you know, being a Navy corpsman with fleet Marines for most of my adult life, um, I understand what that letter is about. And I understand why that's important because you know, combat's real and I've done two tours and it's, it's messed me up. So, uh, but I survived it. So writing that letter was important to me and I wanted to get it done. But once that first verse was done, it didn't take very long after that to, to formulate the song, to create the song. It has kind of transitioned and been reformatted and re you know revamped here and there very lightly um <clears throat> but not from too much from the original version once the once the original version was done and it was just all about you know paint and polish yeah <clears throat> isn't that cool how when you're working on a project like that and writing something you can it looks like you're not working on it because you're not physically sitting down and writing, right. but every minute that you're going about your day, your life, you have all of your, you know, your spiritual, emotional, whatever <clears throat> doors are wide open and oh, you're yeah. just receiving this and you're waiting to process it. And then the moment that hits, the moment that thing flies into your heart and your soul and your brain, it's like it just writes itself at some point. You're not wrong. Boom, you're just, not wrong. You know, it's funny. It it's funny that you out. say that. It's funny that you say that yeah. because I have, so I have this big, huge project coming with like Odds Kilcher. I don't know if you know who yet, who that is, but Odds Kilcher, uh, the man from Discovery's um, Alaska, The Last Frontier, um, has, he's a Vietnam veteran. And he asked me to write a song. So we're sitting here talking about Dear Mom, which is the biggest plate of my elephant to eat. And I'm still thinking about that because I need to get back to that. So it's funny yep. that you say that. Yeah. Yeah. And everything is open for you right now on that song. And at some point it's just going to zoom right in. Something's going to happen gonna and it's going to be like, light that light the fuse. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. True. The same way. It's going to be, it's going to be cool. All right. So how long between creating that song, putting it all together, having, having it out with your, band and and i know that it has been posted online or shared online because when chris told me about it i was like oh let me go listen to the song and i was able to hear it and i i tell you i think that was like maybe two months before the shoot that he asked me to be a part of it and i remember he's like what are you doing november or whatever date i'm like <laughs> i don't know i'm in i'm like do i need an attorney like what you got like let's yeah, go yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. you're asking i'm in you know <laughs> but <clears throat> then i played the song and i was so moved by it 
And then I started to get really excited about being part of it and a little nervous because it was a big responsibility. Like, you know, I just felt the weight in all, in all areas. You but carried I tell it well. You, I listened to you that, carried the weight well. I listened to that song every single day. <clears throat> every wow. day I listened to it <clears throat> leading up to it. Um, just kind of getting myself familiar with it and reading up on you and, and, uh, and just kind of, I, I genuinely, I played it every day. Wow. And it just became a part of me. And then the shoot happened. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Like, now what? You know, <laughs> because I came home and I'm like, oh, it's still a part of me. And then when I was given a little sneak peek of it, I did it again. I, I played it like every day for a week or whatever. And until, you know, the link expired because it just grounds me and centers me and just brought me back to just so many things in my own life and my own world um, to hear it. So I'm really excited about it. I don't even know what released. to say to you right now. That's, uh, that's, that's probably one of the best compliments I've ever had, honestly. Like that's, yeah, yeah that's, and that's why I do what I do, man. Like, yeah, <clears throat> I really don't care it's about great. fame and fortune. I really don't. I like, do I want a platform to where I can talk about things that go on with us? Absolutely. Right. So the fame, right. sure. The fortune, I don't, I've been a starving artist since I was a teenager, like whatever. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so, but those things are tools and they, yeah. they equip you to, to do more and that's the way they need to be approached. All right. So now you have the song out right. online. Anybody can hear it. Where did the video come into play? How did you, that's no, that I imagine that has to be an enormous undertaking to, to create a video so it's it's funny that you so I, you know we i was just watching something about mtv earlier and i watched video kill the radio star happen like we were pirating mtv <laughs> from you know pirated satellite <laughs> feeds when i was a kid video you know oh yeah so i watched <laughs> the video happen <laughs> yeah right the song's playing in your head mine too right, right, right. so but but I watched that happen. And over the years, you know, I'd watch 120 minutes. I'd watch Headbangers Ball. I'd, like, that was my jam. And, you know, when I got into the military, uh, MTV Grind was down in Mission Beach like every other year. So yeah. I ended up on MTV Grind a few times. Anyway, I always said I wanted to be one of those guys with a music video. And... You know, I never quit playing music and I never quit performing. That just got bigger and bigger. More songs, blah, blah, blah. And the opportunity, when the song, when I wrote the song, the, the idea of the video popped into my head. Like, biker rides through a town, rides through the desert, comes into this little town, goes to, you know, blah, 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 blah. Mom shows up, they exchange, yada, yada, yada. That popped into my head pretty much the same time all the lyrics did. And I've been I've been telling people that idea for a long time. Well, Operation Encore was like, well, how about we give you the money to fund the video? And I'm like, oh, that's amazing. What? OK, like, don't threaten me with a good time. Right. And they were going to put me in contact with a, another producer or, or another director. I talked to him. Great guy. Nice guy. But my idea for him was going to be too expensive for us to be able to, to afford. Okay. Um, 
and when when I, I didn't we didn't know what to do like we you know it's gonna come into this is gonna turn into some sort of you know artsy weird i don't really understand what this video is about kind of video you know what i mean um then I, for some reason i reached out to chris like I, his stuff pops up like i follow i followed max martini on freaking social media all over the place okay and then i started seeing his brother pop up and i was like oh wow okay who's this guy and i started seeing the stuff that he was doing for veterans and i was like wait i'm a combat veteran how about i just reach out you know and i did i sent i i literally sent chris a facebook messenger and he got back to me probably within a day I was like, sure, man, we can talk. And as soon as I said something to him and I told him what my idea for the, the video was, he was like, dude, I'm in. I play, I, I sent him the song and place? all that stuff. And he was like, dude, I'm all over it. How long did, how long was it between that Facebook message and the original connection and the time the video shoot took place? Roughly. I, man, I would say probably less than three months. Oh, no way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Wow. I thought you were going to be like, ah, oh, you know, a year, year and a half. No, 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 <laughs> wow. no, no. Like, like, oh and I'll t- I'm going to tell you right now, like this, that's, it's, it's, it's as God oriented as possible. Yeah. Like, and, and yeah, it's, yeah. I don't even know. Like none of this, I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now. None of where I'm at today is because of me. I am just a vessel, and I assure you, God put it all together. And he put it together for a good reason. It does feel like that, right? I remember, so we knew Chris and of Chris for a couple years, too. I originally met, like you, his his brother Max, years ago. Right. um, And we've stayed in touch sporadically over the years. Uh, Max was sweet. He endorsed my my book and he's always been like a huge supporter of ours. Just a nice guy. Right, and right, right. So we stayed in touch. But then as a result, we started seeing Chris's stuff too. I'm like, oh, you know, there's his brother is right here in New York with us. And so we started following him more and we chatted back and forth on social and all that. And we've been meaning to set up an interview for Chris forever. And then we just never did it. Never, you know, one thing happens, another thing happens. We never did it. And it was Dave who was saying right about that September or so. He's like, you know, it's time. You got to get Chris on. Like, get, do you see the stuff he's posting, things he's doing? He's like, schedule Chris, get him on the show. Like, it's time. Like, we need to, I'm like, okay, okay. So I reach out to Chris. I interview him that fall, which just happened to be, I guess, at the time that you were speaking to him about that. So I would have never been on Chris's radar to be, in that video if I hadn't connected with him at that point in time. And Dave is the one who was like, all right, quit putting it, like, just get it done. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Thanks Dave. Thanks Dave. Appreciate you. All the dots connecting, you know, how cool (laughs) is that? Cause what is the, the timing of me reaching out to him just as you were reaching out to him? There's no reason. There's no reason on the planet for a consequence. Consequence is a man-made word and everything happens for a reason. And God has a plan for everybody. And, you know, he gives us all special skills for a reason. And that's why we're all special in a, in a community. So it's, it's mind boggling that 
I don't know about you, but for me, it's mind boggling that I have that he's given me the things that he's given me and the chances to jack it up as many times as I possibly can <laughs> and still be able to do it. You know what I mean? Because do you ever just feel like that guardian angel, like on your wing, you know, on your side there, like, whew, that was a, like, there is no reason I should have come through that one. <laughs> yeah. Or, well, you know, I don't know if I'd that. call it guardian angel. I literally think it's Jesus going, Hey, stop. There. Don't be doing that trash. <laughs> what are you doing? No, that's not it. No, that's, that's what I feel like I get. Cause I'm that dude. That literally will there run headlong into you a wall. You need that higher power. Yeah, yeah. I will. I'm the guy that will literally run headlong into a wall on purpose just to see if All I can right. knock it over. So three months it took, but this is something you've been working on for years: is your oh, correct, yeah. your path and your your career and your love of music and building it and growing. And how many times over the years, and maybe even now, right? Because once you achieve one thing, it doesn't mean you stop. It just oh, no, means no. you get a taste. You get a taste of what that's like. And then you're like, ooh, I did this. Now I can do that. Right? Oh, yeah. And so I'm sure you're setting your your goals. Your, you got your eyes locked on your next goal. Yes. How, how do you work through what has to be the same as we all get? Your moments of why am I doing this? Maybe I should give up. This will never happen. All the things, <laughs> the self-talk that comes in, how do you push through those? And how did you push through that to get to getting this video done? Man, it's not easy. It's not easy. I mean, if, I, if I'm to be honest with you, like they're still happening. Like, you know, and all, all joking aside, like last night, like I got a phone call from or I got a text from Chris and Chad and they're like, hey, I need the information for the lower third. And I'm thinking to myself. You need to what? I didn't catch I need that. the information for the lower third of the video. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, like, <laughs> maybe that's why I didn't catch it. Like, I didn't understand. What yeah, like, <laughs> well, I didn't realize that the TV is is like broken into thirds, like, and so the lower third is down here, right? And so, I had no idea what that was, but I got educated. I got educated, and then I'm thinking to myself, like, most of the cast was brought on by Chris, and then so I got, I started getting. I'm like, why? What? And it, you know, it's, it's so, but I get frustrated just with dumb stuff because I'm, this is a dream thing for me, right? Like this is not mm -hmm. just another day video. This is the video that has started the dream process to be a reality. Right. And when I woke up to see this video for the first time, the video wasn't even the emotion that I was feeling. It was the realization that my dream had come true. Yep. My it's childhood dream had come true. Yeah. I'm 50 years old, you know, ne next year I'm 50. I'm okay. I'll just say I'm 50 right now. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Um, if you're, if you're <laughs> splitting hairs, that's on you. Um, like it's taken me almost 50 years to complete my dream. And here it is. So it's, so I get in those moments and I'm like, Oh, I want to pull my hair off, you know, <laughs> but yeah. And for those of you who are listening to this podcast and not watching it, I just took my hat off and there are, there is no hair. <laughs> so, um, it's, I don't know. It's just, I give it to God, man. That's what I do. I just give it. I, 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 and it's, that's not easy either. Like, Hey, give it to God. Give it to God. How many times do you hear that a day? Like I hear it all the time. Yep. And then I'll sit in it and I'm like, man, 
you know what? F you, F you, F you, you're cool. Nope, no, you're F you too. F you, you know, and I'm like, uh, and then I like, I'll sit down and I'll stop and I'm like, man, that was dumb. And then I'll yeah. go back and say, dear Lord, please forgive me for that. And then I'll go talk to those people. And it's, it's, it's Good. a struggle. Like, and the bigger you get, the harder the struggle is. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. And the closer All I right, get to God, the on- more the scratch on the door is. Good one. Let's talk about the video for a second. The making of the video was it like three, four days? We were all out there. Exhausting. Um, just, <laughs> it was a little tiring. I, listen. Yeah, for me, yeah. Uh, it was. It I'm gonna was let a, you do your your segue, but we're gonna talk about you in the video real soon. <laughs> no, it was it was a little ti- was a little tiring, but the best kind of tired. You know, there's different kinds of tires. There's where you're tired, where your soul is weary, and you just feel like you can't move again because you're just weary. I don't like that kind of tired. This was the good kind of tired where I was like, oh my gosh, I went all freaking in and I got nothing left. And so I am exhausted and that's the best kind of tired. But was there a moment for you? I'm sure there were a lot of moments, but just pick, pick one moment. And this is intended just to kind of bring people into what it's like to make the video a little, and then also to connect people a little bit with what those moments entail, not just the concept of it, but what it could feel like for, for anybody to see, to be a part of their dream being brought to life. So can you just pick any one of the moments that I'm sure you had over those few days where you were maybe like, you know, Oh my goodness, this is actually happening. Like this is like, this is real kind of a moment. Yeah, this is real. I did this. Yeah, man, you, Oh, the, the, to be honest with you, the whole shoot was yeah. that way. But there's one moment where reality really sat in. And it was the moment that I sang Dear Mom Acoustic in the house for the first time. Oh, yeah, yeah, ever. yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. And I had never I had never done that the song. The song is 10 years old. So wow. I was 10 years old. And that was the first time I did that ever and everybody in the house like when it was done when i was done it was the last day it was the last hour of filming that night we everybody was exhausted you guys had did the door scene i don't know how many times <laughs> you <laughs> you guys Maybe were 912 you, times <laughs> you guys were crying the whole time yeah yeah and i and again but we're gonna get we're gonna get to that just just so you know we're gonna okay, get to okay. that but okay that moment everybody came up to me and was in tears and they're like oh my god i'm so happy to be a part of this yeah and i didn't know i didn't know what to say i didn't know what to do i was just kind of like i'm ricky bobby i don't know what to do with my hands (laughs) like that's like that's literally how i felt i was like ah okay cool (laughs) like that was it that was a cool <laughs> you know it's overwhelming isn't it in a yeah. in the best kind of way it is like it's just it comes in and takes every bit of like imagine yes. the worst kind of pain you've had this is that intensity but in the opposite direction yes <laughs> it, it like, was it was like it, it was is, like a it was like a yeah. choking hug yes yeah it was like one of those and hugs where you get yeah. from somebody that you know that really loves you and you really love them 
and they squeeze you so hard you can't breathe. Very, that's the best way of putting it. Yeah. That is the best way of putting that. I don't know what if you know this feeling. or not, but I work with words. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm familiar with that. Uh, so, you know, and that was 10 years from the time the song was made till yep. you had that moment. And that's another just great example we all get caught up, myself included. There are, Dave and I have set some lofty goals where we're like, okay, we, you know, we, we shot too far this time and we're going to pay the price for that now. And then so it can feel like a failure when you set such a huge goal and then you only get so far towards it or something comes up a little short or it doesn't work out the way you envisioned it to be so huge and amazing, right. spectacular, but it works out in a way that 99% of people will never even attempt to achieve. And just the fact that you put yourself out there and you made it that far or achieved this or created that or accomplished this is more than most people will ever even attempt to do or further than to get. And it's something to be proud of too, but it took you 10 years to get from writing that song to putting this video out. And I think I said to you, if I didn't say it to you during the shoot, shame on me because I should have, but I'll definitely say it now. First off, I believe you have a lot more to gift and to achieve and to do. I will, I will say that. I will also say if you stepped away now and decided to never do anything again with your gift of music to never do another video or whatever it is you have the charts, you would already have done so much that is so special and so meaningful in so many people's lives because being in that room and being a part of that is something that will stay with every single one of us. I'm, I don't speak for people. I try not to speak for people, but in this instance, I'm going to go ahead and speak for everybody because I could feel it in that room. And definitely for me will stay with me for my life. And I also know everybody who hears this song, turns it up and just lets themselves feel it is going to connect because as you said, you can take mom out and you could just put your own name in. Yeah. I think freaking Jeremy did that to me at the cemetery. He's like, it's, oh, it's yeah. Lou and he's saying, dear Barb, you know, and I'm like, bar, bar, you know, yeah. but you know, you can, you can put your own person's name and your own person's voice singing that directly to you and whoever it is that you lost or you're thinking of that day, those words are speaking to you. And that's a gift that you're going to give every single person who hears the song. So thank you. I would say, I hope you carry that with you because that is I, already a significant achievement and a gift you've given to a lot of people. I, I will. And for the record, I'm going to take that and I'm going to, I'm going to cliffhang on those words because here is we're going to talk about Barb because Barb <laughs> worked so hard in this video <clears throat> that there was the door scene was probably not the hardest scene that she shot, which was hard enough for a lot of us because Keiko calls are not fun. They're not fun, the receivers or the senders. That Those letters are not fun for anybody. Um, no. And so that you guys shot that for what, maybe an hour and a half, two hours? Well, and what that was, I had literally just arrived from the airport. Just. I didn't know anybody. <laughs> just. I didn't she know met anybody me and She's there. like, oh, you're the guy? I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Hi. Everyone's like, you're the mom. And I'm like, well, I, yes, I'm the mom. Um, I had just arrived from the airport. The only person I knew there was Chris, but I never met him in person. I'd never acted. I was going into this emotional scene. And so I get out of the car from the airport, walk into the room. I'm in the outfit 
that I was wearing for the scene because I knew Chris had scheduled it. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like arriving. So I have to get off the plane and into the scene. Yep. So I have that outfit on. I flew in that. Yep. And I walk in, see people I'd never met filming one of the most painful things you can film. So there were a lot of reasons. One of which you've experienced, one of which I'm going to say this, one of which you've experienced personally. And that in itself, and that was you getting off the airplane. Besides obviously running into this big goofy, what's up? Hi. (laughs) You know, oh, you're the guy. Oh yeah, I'm the guy, you know? (laughs) And then, you know, and I don't, listen, I'll tell you, I, I instantly felt, completely connected to you at that point i don't know why i can't tell you can't explain it doesn't matter it was just like barb and i were like best buddies for some reason and like but then i watched her work and she i'm gonna tell you right now she said actually i've never acted she didn't have to act she didn't have to act and i'm gonna tell you why she's lived this and it was personal for her and that's what makes real yeah. And that in itself. So, so getting going, going from that door scene that, which was probably only two hours. The next day we're at Fort Sam Houston national cemetery over a gravestone of one of my former Marines, not mine, but one of my former Marines from second battalion, first Marines. And we're filming a, a next, the next scene, which is probably the biggest scene in the whole video. And this woman, I, there, I'm just going to tell you, there's a tear in the video. Yes. And that's, that's only one of many that fell that eight hours of filming. That was a long day. Yeah. That, that was, was a, I, I, and that's why I told you that we're going to talk about you because me personally, <laughs> you deserve you deserve so much. I can't even begin to tell you. And you're like, no, let's do it again. And I'm like, what the F bomb is going on here? Like, why? Wow. You love to be tormented, huh? Like, you know, well, Chris was telling me to do it again. I know, Jeremy I know, was saying but, to do- but it wasn't even, <laughs> he, I, I never said, let's do it again. Chris was like, we're doing it again. We're doing it again. We're doing it again. We're just so well, whatever he, that was, but I obeyed. I'm like, okay, you, we're doing this it, again. it was never, you, you never, you never <laughs> took your hand off. You never took your hand off the gear shifter. Yeah. And I, there's, there's not enough applause in the world. And Jeremy, he's a cynical SOB, but, you know, <laughs> like I keep wanting to cuss because it's just what I do, but I'm going to try not to. Um, oh, you can. Go for it. Yeah, you can. Jeremy's a cynical son of a bitch. Um, yeah. But, he, you know, he, he he knew what he was doing. Like, he he's like, yeah. book, 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 yeah, book, yeah, book. Yeah. And he did. He took exactly what I said about the video or about the song and did it to you. And and that's how I hope this song transfers to everybody. Right. Because I want this song to help people heal from some extremely traumatic situations. Right. And that's the You goal. know the line in your song, the line in your song that most got me, that for me was the most powerful. And it's please believe I've done everything I needed to do. That one. I got a little emotional when you said it. 
Yeah, I'm getting emotional just saying it now too. Um, huh. That is the song. That is the line. And I'm gonna That's tell you so why powerful. I got emotional because it it, it is, is an emotional line for me. Line. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know that I've ever had anybody pick my song like like apart like that and 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 listen yeah. to it that way. And so for me, that. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's a. I I think for me too. Shannon, I think that was something that I needed to hear in my own life, you know, almost 18 years into this. So, mm-hmm. and that's what I mean by the power of this song. It's there's going to be one line. I'm imagining that line will hit a great deal of people in a very similar way. It hit me. Yeah. I also know that there's going to be different lines that hit different people in sure. different ways. So that's it. Uh, it's just, and it's another example that we never know what, what it is we're going to say. Sometimes something we say or do, we don't, we're not even aware of the impact it has on other people, yeah. but it does. And maybe we'll never know. Maybe right. somebody will be so deeply impacted by something we say or do and never tell us and we'll never know. And that's okay. I'm just recently f- discovering having some people come forward to me and say, oh my gosh, I've seen you. I've heard you. I've heard this. And I'm just starting to hear from people that, I have somehow impacted in one way, shape or form that I never knew. I never even knew, knew I I existed. Right. (laughs) And so, and that's cool. That keeps me going. And I know that there are so many people who have impacted me that way. So I try to reach out and make sure I tell them, Hey, this is what you've done for me. and, And thank you. So I hope a lot of people come forward and step up and let you know, what this does for them in some way, shape, oh, or form. Does. Talk about you have this next project you mentioned with the Vietnam veteran mm-hmm. or a song about Vietnam. You want so, to touch on that? Yeah, sure. So, so Odds Kilcher, um, for you, for those of you who don't know, Odds Kilcher is a he's a Vietnam veteran. Um, he's he's best, I think, I guess, probably best known. He's a singer songwriter, um, uh, probably unknown name, you know. It's not a household name, but he writes. He writes and does all kinds of music, which is awesome. Um, mostly folk stuff, but he uh, and for for those of you, I guess he's Jewel's father. Um, Jewel, the the artist, um, and so he. We are going. Operation Encore is taking about eleven of us up to Homer, Alaska, where they do. Uh, Alaska, Last Frontier. Also, pretty much where they do, you know, the deadliest catch and blah 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 blah, all discovery stuff up mm-hmm. there. And we're going to basically build a retreat. So they're going to get a little slave labor out of us, and then we're going to play some music and have a good time hanging around a fire and just, just, just good down to earth stuff, man. And so. You know, and I'm probably I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one, but Otz has sent me a song that he'd like to like for us to do. And and he asked me if I would help him write it. So that's okay. that's the project that I'm working on right now is is trying to get uh, I mean, I have I have so many irons and so many fires. It's ridiculous. Yes. Like it, it's like I'm familiar with that affliction. I yeah, have you ever have you ever seen Escape LA with Snake Bliskin? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like all the little fires no, that was in the middle. From New York, right? Yeah, yeah. Snake well, there's Bliskin, the New York yeah. and then there's LA. Yeah. So all oh, these little fires in the in the boroughs and yeah, yeah, so you're yeah. like, yep, yep, they got irons in that one. I got no, I don't have any of that one. I got yeah. I got irons in that one. Yeah. 
That's me. But, you know, that's what keep you going. And I think a lot of people are just sort of born with that kind of drive and other people I know. And we won't go too deep into this, but I know a lot of veterans. I know I'll, I'll start off with me. I, di- I never served. I have no idea what combat is like. No freaking clue. I know that when They're I lost like my making husband, ice cream. I know that when I lost my husband and when I went through the military trial and all this, those three and a half years just stretched my, my, my survival mode needed to expand to such a way. I guess it was like constant adrenaline. I had to run on adrenaline and, and do these things that I never thought I, I was constantly pushing myself, constantly pushing myself. And then that ended and I was, you know, still pushing myself to get through the aftermath of that. Right. But where those daily activities were that required that, I had to fill that gap with something because I still had all this kind of adrenaline going yep. through me. And it was going to go somewhere. It's right. not something that I could turn off. It's It has never turned off. I have all of this still coursing through me. Right. And so I have to put it somewhere, which is why I have so many things going on at one time and I make myself crazy and sometimes sabotage myself, I guess, because <laughs> I'm, I'm doing trying to do too much because I have this drive. So I think I see s- s- something similar in in you in that you have this drive and, and I know you have been through experiences that have tested you and the aftermath of those experiences, you have this pulsing through you, right? And so you gotta, you have to do something with it. Oh yeah, I do. And well, and you said accurate? something. You said something earlier about you know failure and all that good stuff. And you, you know, over the years, like people have made failure like this horrible thing. And what I and you know, I've heard celebrities talk about failure this and failure that and blah blah blah. It's not a you have to fail to succeed. The reality is, is they're not wrong. I don't really care. Who said this before me? I don't really care. But what I can tell you is that I failed a lot. I failed a lot. I didn't save every life I ever touched. And I it's I've failed a lot. You don't learn if you don't fail. Nothing worth anything in life comes without friction. I don't care. And that and 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 just to about to get colorful, but even like one of the most amazing things in a human life, sex doesn't happen without friction. Sorry. That's reality. So yeah. everything happens. There's there's an explosion in everything. And the failure is just a place where you can put a box and go, okay, that's not where that's not the direction. Take another direction when you get closer there. Analyze where that went wrong and then go back to that and start over just in front of that and then figure it out again. That's what failure does. Now, the the internal stuff, that's all Satan trying to get you to stop doing what you're doing. Yeah. Facts. You can listen to that. But that ends up with a gun in your mouth at some point. Metaphorically speaking. Yeah. I know. I know. So... How how long was your how long were you in the military? Seventeen years. Wow, that's a long that's a long time <laughs> to be in that. Um, is there a moment in your service that stands out with you that that where you felt this is exactly why I signed up to serve? This is exactly why I'm here at this moment. 
And there are so many there. That's a tough question, Barb. There's so Anyone, many, any, any moment. There's so yeah. many of those. Um, so yeah, so I'll tell you like, <laughs> thank you. I get it, Lord. I get it. So directly related to this situation. In Fallujah, I took a, I took a, I bought a $50 gu- guitar, bought it from a pawn shop, took it, took it home, sanded it down, painted some really cool stuff on it, lacquered it, put it in a case and made sure it went to war with me. And I would bring that thing out whenever we got back to Camp Fallujah and had some downtime. I'd break it out as soon as we got back and I would play everybody music. And the first song that came out of my mouth was Rooster by Allison Chains. Especially if we had a good night, nobody got hurt. No, mm-hmm. there was no damage. There's no whatever. Uh, Rooster was always the first song that came out. Um, but those moments, not just the fact that I was a Navy corpsman with the Fleet Marine Force, like there's, I, I can't again, I can't tell you how many of those moments there were. But that moment right there, those moments. Using music to keep everybody in in perspective and keep everybody together and keep everybody focused and let everybody know how much I cared about them. That's probably, again, there by the grace of God go I. God gave me that gift and I just wanted to use it. And that's probably one of those moments. Probably one of the most important ones. Yeah, I can sort of envision that a little bit we would make little freaking we would take we'd take a box of chem lights and we'd put it in we'd we'd stack little chem lights we'd pop them and stack chem lights and we'd all sit around the chem lights like a chem light fire nice yeah (laughs) we we called our we called our location the bat cave so that we would put chem light fire by the bat cave that's great that's great All right. As we're winding this down here, I want to ask one more question uh, before actually two more questions. So one is, as this interview is going to drop close to Memorial Day, which for me, this will be my husband deployed on Memorial Day 18 years ago. He was killed 10 days after that. So it's a a doozy of a time of the year for me as well. But what are your words to your fellow veterans who are you know, for whom Memorial Day and, and the families, right, and for whom Memorial Day is different than it is for the average American. What will you be doing, for instance, this Memorial Day to to pass it in the way, whatever whatever way it is that you do? I I, I I'm going to do exactly what my brothers would expect me to do, and I'm going to celebrate everything that I have. I'm going to celebrate them. I'm going to celebrate me. I'm getting a little emotional talking about it. Um, I'm going to celebrate moments like this. Um. For me, Memorial Day is there's so many moments that I want to memorize or, you know, memorialize. Like I it's not about it's not about somberness. It's not about sadness. It's about to me personally, Memorial Day is a day of gratitude. Mm -hmm. To me, Memorial Day is a day of gratitude because I've I have blood on my hands. 
I have a lot of blood on my hands. And uh, I have a lot of I have a lot of people to remember. <clears throat> and some of some didn't die of combat. Some died of drug addiction and alcoholism. But it's not about I, I don't I'm not going to I'm not going to spend that day a being disgruntled because mm-hmm. grow the fuck up. Get over yourself. Um, you're not that important. We all are important, not just you. Um, if you have issues, get help. Stop sitting in your freaking mom's garage or your 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 own garage and and in your in your in your little studio mm-hmm. and feeling sorry for yourself. Get out and do something. And help yourself. Um, enjoy Memorial Day because that's what they want us to do. They wouldn't be doing what we're doing. They wouldn't. Right. Well. Yeah, we're all human. We all struggle with that. But I hear, I hear what you're saying, and I agree with it to a point. I, that's that's the same way I feel about it. Uh, this Memorial Day, I will be in Dallas area already because our Great American Summit is the following weekend, and I'll, I'll be probably walking be in. there. Yay! I'll be walking in with Carrie the Load to to be a part of that. So Shannon Book, for those of you who don't know, is going to be performing at a Great American Summit. We're going to work all that. All the logistics Shannon out. Book and deliberately <laughs> broken. Weird. Um, but, you know, maybe we could talk them into playing Dear Mom for us. And maybe we could share the video with you all there as well. Yeah. Uh, Shannon, if people want to find out more about you, if they want to catch the premiere of Dear Mom on May 6th, how do, how do we go about doing that? The premiere of Dear Mom on May 6th will be happening on YouTube. Um, just look up Shannon Book Music on YouTube. Um and and or type in dear mom shannon book music uh and then i'm pretty sure it'll pop up um the the music video will premiere that early that morning and it will you know go throughout the day obviously it'll be there prolonged but i'd like to see everybody kind of spin it and play it and over and over it like i want it i'd like yeah. to for it to go viral obviously yeah um and then, of course, at that point, you know, Barb Allen is on IMDb and all this other weird stuff, including me. <laughs> yeah. I get my own IMDb moment. Um, my. No, but and then, you know, it'll be all over the social media platforms, um, you know, via YouTube and Rumble. And Great. All that and stuff. we'll be sharing it out as well on all of our, you know, across our platforms. Of course we will. All right, Shannon, thank you so much. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your music. Thank you for your time. Thank you for letting me be a part of your amazing, amazing video. Uh, I am so excited about it. And it really is one of the highlights, one of the favorite things I have ever got to be a part of for so many different reasons. So thank you very much. May 6th, Dear Mom video coming out. Everyone make sure that you please listen to what don't just do it for me because i'm asking you to i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna rephrase that everyone i'm gonna do you a favor and tell you about this song because you need to hear this song and you need to let it touch you in your life because i guarantee there's someone that you're missing that you're thinking about and you need to hear this song sung to you as if it's coming from them so i'm gonna spin it that way um, and we'll be sharing it all out too as well thank you again shannon so much thanks for having me barb (laughs) 